It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast designed and dedicated to helping parents, caregivers, youth workers, those who care about young people and the young people themselves. I am your host, Brandon Jones, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about empowering teens to navigate peer pressure around substance abuse. Yes, empowering teens to navigate peer pressure around substance abuse. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, recently, here in Minnesota, legislation has been passed to legalize marijuana. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first... Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist who work can be seen in Target's Diverse Artist Series. Her feature designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes and can be found on throw pillows, doormats, mugs, tumblers, and much more. She finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community. Learn more at target.com slash black beyond measure. And it has parents in a frenzy. Parents are already concerned that their children have access to various types of fentanyl and heroin, uh, various types of vaping, things of that nature. And now they have access to weed. Now, well, I shouldn't say now they have they've always had access to weed. Let's be honest about this. Let's have a nice, honest conversation on today's podcast. But now it's legalized. So we know when things become legal, a mindset is shared, a common thought process is shared. Well, it's legal. I can do what I want. I can get it where I want. I can smoke it outside in the park and nobody can stop me. The police can't arrest me. I can smoke it outside by the school. Who's going to say something to me? Who's going to stop me, bro? As the young people like to say. Now, it's important for us to understand just because it's legal does not mean that it won't get people in trouble. And that's what parents get. Parents and caregivers and youth workers understand this 
And now it's time for us to start thinking about how do we help empower our young people to make the best possible decisions around using substances, whether that's marijuana, popping pills, snorting various different types of chemicals and drugs, drinking alcohol. We want to make sure no matter what the vice is, our teens are empowered to make the best possible decisions for themselves, make sure that they're safe, and make it all, and also making sure that they are encouraging their friends to make possible the best possible decisions as well. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. I've seen a few different uh, postings on parent blogs. Um, I haven't had anybody reach out about this one, so uh, we're just going to go on a whim and just and 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 I believe that there are some parents, some caregivers, and some folks out there who might want to have some tips or some talking points to engage the young people in their lives and other adults in their lives about dealing with this, especially as marijuana is going to be legalized here in the next few weeks. So why did I say empowering teens? Because over time, we've had a very scared straight tactic around utilizing drugs for young people. I remember when I was younger, hearing stories. I never, I actually did see the videos uh, because they popped up on YouTube later. But when I was growing up, I was too, I wasn't even born yet. But when my mother was growing up, my parents were growing up, they had these ads of your brain on drugs. And they would have like a frying skillet, uh, a cast iron skillet. They would crack an egg and drop an egg on it. And the egg would just fry very quickly, right? And it was like, your brain on drugs, this is your brain on drugs. I didn't get that. I grew up in the era of the D.A.R.E. program, D-A-R-E, and Smokey the Bear, and only you can prevent forest fires. That is the programming that I received. And we have to understand, although those programs were very effective in their messaging, they weren't always effective in their ability to prevent young people from using drugs. But we remember those images of the fry frying or the egg frying. We remember those images of Smokey the Bear. We remember those dare t-shirts and the police officers coming to your classroom and sharing various different tips about sniffing glue and smoking cigarettes and things of that nature, but it didn't prevent anything. And one of the reasons why I think it didn't prevent anything is it used the scared straight model. And we know when you try to scare young people straight, it usually scares them to curiosity and they try to figure these things out on their own. So I'm gonna propose a different model. I'm gonna propose an ability for us to think about, maybe we should encourage young people to approach drug use differently. Maybe we should empower young people to say, you know what, I'm stronger than the peer pressure to use this drug. I'm stronger than the high that I may get from this drug. I have other values and other things that will interfere with me using these drugs. And maybe it's not my time to use this stuff. Maybe I'll try this out later on in my life. But right now I'm young. I don't need that. I can keep pushing and keep doing my thing without getting high because that's not the thing to do. Now, you're going up against a huge force called social media, called idols, called influencers, these people who do use drugs uh, very openly. They sing about it in their songs. They advertise it on their social media platforms and movies and TV shows. Some One of the bigger shows that a lot of young people watch was a show called Euphoria, uh, came on HBO, and that was all about addiction and teenage behavior. I can only imagine how that has influenced the young person's mind around using drugs, whether it steered them away from it or towards it. So we do have a big animal to go up against around influence when it comes to drugs, which is social media and entertainment. 
it is very prevalent in the entertainment industry and it's very prevalent in the lives of many of the people that young people idolize and look to for you know clout look to for guidance look to for uh, information they're using drugs and i don't want to make any mistakes uh or i don't want to downplay that at all i want to be very honest about that because you have to be very honest about that as a parent caregiver or youth worker that the young people that we work with they're influenced by people who do heavily use drugs um, and they see that they see those people um, doing these things. So this is not a doom or gloom podcast. Again, we're talking about empowerment. One of the keys to empowerment is the ability to be honest. When you are honest, when you are transparent, when you are clear, that is one of the most empowered things you can do. And that's what parents have to do with their kids. I mean, so many parents, caregivers, people talk to their kids about drug use, about uh, about sex even, and they don't even use the words. They use all these cute little terms, the birds and the bees. You know, when you're smoking that green stuff or puff the magic dragon if you got some of the older parents, right? <laughs> we use some of these terms to try to lessen the blow about what, what's really going on and what you don't want your children to, to deal with. But sometimes you just got to give it to them the way that they're getting it out here in the media and just say, hey, what do you know about this vape stuff? You know, I've heard all these people, they know they're popping these pills. What do you know about Trank, right? It's a huge drug on the East Coast where a lot of people are, you know, literally slumped over their high out of, high out of their minds, literally. When I say out of their minds, I'm not using that metaphorically. Like people are psychologically gone in physical time. It's a sad, sad addiction. And you don't want your kids, you know, you know, delving into that stuff. But it can happen, and we have to be honest about that. We have to have conversations. You have to go on those social media platforms and see those videos that they're sharing on TikTok and other places and say, hey, have you seen this? Do you know anybody like this? You know, if you ever see anyone on shrooms, you know, if anybody ever offers you any, please think twice about doing that stuff because this could be the potential outcome. You never know what is around the corner when it comes to dealing with these drugs. So we have to be able to have an honest conversation with our children about it because that's one of the keys to preventing this is to be honest and transparent and not using all the cutesy terms and things of that nature. So let's talk a little bit about some tips here before we wrap up today's podcast. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first. You know that building a successful business takes time. But as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. 
United Healthcare knows when it comes to your health, everything matters. Every checkup, sit up, and spit up. Every back tweak and knee creak. Having clarity and choice. Having a voice. Helping keep costs small and feeling supported through it all. Everything matters. And that's why United Healthcare is committed to providing simple, accessible care from someone you know will be there. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Learn more at uhc.com. You've been hearing about the need for more mental health care for kids and adults in our community. It's time for you to take a step to be part of the solution. Prairie Care is hiring. One of the nation's largest providers of psychiatric services, Prairie Care is growing and looking for new team members. Come to a job fair on July 18th to find out more about their inpatient hospital expansion and their other services for youth, adolescents, and adults across nine locations. Prairie Care is hiring therapists, registered nurses, psych techs, social workers, receptionists, security officers, and more. Prairie Care is expanding mental health access for youth and young adults, adding 30 new beds at its inpatient hospital. Meet the team of professionals you'll work in collaboration with and learn how you can make a difference with your career. The job fair is July 18th from 11 to 3 at their Edina location. You can register now at prairie-care.com and head to the Career Opportunities page. That's the link at the top of prairie-care.com where you can find all the details. See you on July 18th. We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. community. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. First thing is understanding peer pressure. Peer pressure looks different in today's terms. This is not the 1984 peer pressure, the 1992 peer pressure, heck, the 19, or sorry, the 2003 peer pressure that we've seen in previous times. This peer pressure comes online and it's subtle. Now, remember, when we think about peer pressure, we used to think about peer pressure being, hey, man, I got some weed, man. Hit this, man. Come on. Don't be a punk. You know, come on, girl. You know, this is what we all do. We cool. We can we all smoke this. Whatever. We got to drink this. We got to do these things. That's that direct peer pressure. Today's peer pressure is subtle. It's the continuously seeing the person hitting a vape or hitting a hookah. It's continuously seeing somebody advertising things. It's this impressions that are put on the mind just subtly to hopefully your, 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 your young person sees it and they're like, oh, let me try this. Let me engage and let me figure out if this is something that I like. So peer pressure is different today. Now, don't get me wrong that, hey, man, hit this. Or don't, are you going to be a punk? You know, that direct peer pressure is still there. But there's a subtle version of it as well done through a lot of the advertisement that's out there as well. So you have these impressions. That's the key term that I want you all to focus on that is happening on the mind of your child all the time when it comes to drug use and substance use is the impressions. How often are they seeing these things? You know, are they seeing the same thing with various different people? One thing that I used to have one of my classes do, one of my intro to psychology classes was an assignment and they would watch, um, they would pick their favorite artists 
and they will watch uh, five music videos from their artists and notice the substances and things that they show and how often and who are they showing using these things in the video. And one of the common themes every semester for this uh, project was they would notice that a lot of the beautiful women in the in the, in the videos would be the ones who had the special vape and they would hit the vape real quick but they'll slow down the camera just so you can see the brand name on it or they'll be the ones holding their glass open while somebody's pouring something in their bottles uh for them to drink and th and that's how they would get you because they would get the guys like wow look at these beautiful women for the heterosexual guys and then the girls would be like wow she's very pretty oh she looks like she's having a good time i want to do the same thing so they're they're in they're impress they're you live in impressions and priming your mind for you to do those things that is what we call subtle influence or peer pressure and that's what ends up happening so what do we do about this right so the subtleness comes it goes what do we do about this a couple quick tips uh because you know i always like to give you tips and things for you to think about how can you approach these things as a parent caregiver um youth worker or even a young person yourself first thing you have to do is you have to educate yourself don't be in the dark know what's going on if you didn't know that marijuana is going to be legalized here in Minnesota very soon, you need to go pay attention to that. You need to go pay attention to what does that mean? How are young people talking about this? How are how is the marijuana industry talking about this? Because they're gearing up. Dispensaries are already getting ready to open. They're about to have delivery marijuana products. Uh, they're going to have merch. That's one of the biggest things. I don't even know. If, most people don't even know what I mean when I say merch. Merch as in merchandise, which means T-shirts, socks. Uh, various different things to smoke your marijuana out of they're gonna have bags and buttons and all stickers and all types of stuff to highlight this new phenomenon that's coming to the state whether you're pro it or not it still will have a, the impressions again i want to get back to that term is going to be there for your child to engage in so you have to be aware of that so you have to educate yourself and build your awareness of what is happening the next tip is you have to build the self-esteem and assertiveness as well as a parent and caregiver. You have to be assertive. And assertive doesn't mean being aggressive. Assertive doesn't mean being demanding. Assertive doesn't mean being controlling. It means that you are not afraid to have those discussions with the children or the young people in your life about these things. You have to build a level of self-esteem to do that. Have some courage within yourself. Don't be afraid and think that you doing this is going to introduce these things to your child. Don't also, I would also mention here, don't try to be your child's friend in this case either. Be friendly, but you don't have to be the BFF or you don't have to be the close friend or the cool parent in order to do this. Maintain your position as parent, caregiver, or youth worker, and just say, hey, look, I know this is a thing that's going on. Don't know if you're doing it. I'm not accusing you of doing it, but I wanna, I wanna let you know if you ever have any questions about this stuff, let me know about it if you ever try any of this or you come close to it please tell me it's not for you to get in trouble it's not for me to you know badger you or to treat you bad but i just want to make sure you're making safe decisions for yourself you have to have one of those compassionate accountable conversations with the young people in our lives especially when it comes to utilizing drugs identify support networks so maybe your young person has <laughs> indulge in some type of activity, some type of substance. You may need to find, uh, cultivate some support networks for the young person in your life and even for yourself. 
maybe you do find out that your kid has been smoking marijuana. I'm just focusing on marijuana because that's like the topic of discussion. Let's say you do find out your kid's been smoking marijuana. You found a vape in their room. You know, they've been doing it for months. You didn't know. Now you're feeling guilty like a bad parent. Uh, now your kid's embarrassed because like, you know, mom's found my pot in my room. What am I going to do? I think it's important for you to find some supports with other parents who've dealt with similar or are dealing with similar situations so that you're not feeling isolated. Talk to your partners about it. Talk to your other family members about it. Talk to other parents at the school that your young person goes to about how they're addressing and dealing with these things as well. Don't go at it completely alone. And then the last thing that I'm going to uh, share here is definitely, definitely, definitely resist negative peer pressure and seek professional help. I'm a broken record when I talk about seeking professional help. Always try to get some help. If you find out that the young person in your life is using drugs and you absolutely don't know what to do, you've tried some of the other things, go ahead and reach out to a chemical dependency counseling organization that focuses on adolescents and see if you can get them some intervention and some assistance. We don't want young people struggle out on drugs, but we do know young people will test them out. They will indulge in them, but we want to, if they do, make sure they're as safe as possible. And we want to try to encourage them to delay those things until they're adults and they can make better decisions than when they're under your supervision and in your home. So I'm going to pause there because I can go on and on and on about this, but as it is a very important topic, especially with the dynamics that are going on in our community. So just please be aware. This does not mean go raid your child's room looking for, you know, the, the cigarette butts or looking for, you know, bottles of alcohol or looking for, you know, burnt, you know, marijuana tips or bongs or anything like that. This is just saying, hey, something's happening socially. Don't be the last person to find out that your kid is using because you don't want to deal with it from that standpoint. You want to try to get in front of it and be more proactive than reactive. All right. I'm Brandon Jones. This is It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast. You can find us in a couple of different places. The first place is at my website, jegna.org. That's J-E-G-N-A dot O-R-G, jegna.org. You can also find me at Shaletta Makes Me Laugh dot com that shaletta makes me laugh dot com and you can check out the resources i talked about today plus some additional information around encouraging and empowering your young person at navigating peer pressure around substance abuse at our facebook site it is not your fault podcast on facebook just go ahead and put that in the search bar you can find us you can ask questions join the group check out tips share information all right there that is it for us today. Remember, it is not your fault, but it may be your responsibility to do something constructive in the life of your young person. I'm Brandon Jones. I'm out and I'll see you on the next podcast. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, 
ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. The cultural districts of Minneapolis revel in the motto of every neighborhood having its own flavor. Whether that's Sabor Latino in Holy Land over in Northeast Minneapolis on Central Avenue, Barakala Restaurant and the Cedar Cultural Center over in the Cedar Riverside neighborhood, or even Mercado Central in Los Ocampo over on Lake Street. And these cultural districts help Minneapolis stay a city on the bubble, changing and relevant today and for years to come. COVID-19 is still circulating out there in our community, and it still presents a real danger for those at higher risk. You can do your part to protect the most vulnerable. That's older folks, those who are immunocompromised or have certain lung, heart, and other chronic conditions, and people who are pregnant or have just given birth. Consider getting tested before spending time with these folks or wearing a mask when you're in close contact around them. Show you care by taking care. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Do you work? You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house, creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. 